Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast. It's been a minute, huh? I have to tell you, I am going to be going on hiatus. You probably saw that coming, but I want to tell you something. This isn't like when a restaurant in New York City says that they're closing for renovations. Because when a restaurant in New York City, particularly the East Village where I live, says they are closing for renovations, what they really mean is we are never opening again. So I just want to tell you all, my loyal listeners of the Get the Fuck Off podcast, that is not the case. I have started a substack called View from the Roof. And that is kind of the direction that I would like my work to go. So you won't have to do anything. If you're subscribed to this podcast, just stay here. (laughs) And everything will update on its own. All the episodes that exist will continue to exist. All new episodes are going to be right in the feed after the old episodes. You will have to do absolutely nothing. I will return and I will pop up if you are subscribed and you can be like, oh, she's back. Uh, but what I'm, what's really happening is that my work is deepening. And when I started this podcast, the idea was get the fuck off, get off the smokes, get off the sauce, get off your ass. Except that's three very minor, and I know you'll probably be like, that's not minor. Those are minor things in terms of the fact that they are surface level. They are symptoms, they're not problems. And when I started coaching, I had read. I don't know, maybe 10 books. But now that list is in the three digits and I have quite a lot of training and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours uh, with humans and I'm trucking along and I'm expanding my vessel and I'm building my capacity and I'm embodying more. And these three little areas and even the broader area of health is just not what I a box I want to put myself in. I want to expand. I want to talk about the deeper shit. And that's what I'm trying to do with View from the Roof. And so the podcast is going to follow suit because here's what I figured out. I love you all. You guys are phenomenal. It's so awesome to have you here. It's so, so amazing. Here's the thing, though. There are so many people that think I'm a porn site 
like I was flagged by a European cybersecurity company, one of my members of day one. She's actually lovely. She has known me quite a lot of years. Uh, we met in the Whole Life Challenge. She sent me this screenshot that she took from my website and she said, I can't access your website. She's in Belgium. And I was like, what the hell? And it's flagged as pornography. It was like 40 guard cyber security, whatever. So I had to write to them and be like, hello, there are no pornographic images on my website. And they were like, oh, okay, we've corrected that. So sorry. And I'm thinking like, how many others of these exist? I can't run ads. I'm trying to change my Facebook name so that I can run ads because unfortunately algorithms prioritize large audiences so I don't run ads and I'm, I'm fine to do it organically because the relationships that I have are so fucking rich they're just so fucking rich so the organic growth that I've had so far has been tremendous like it's just been absolutely tremendous but the idea that I'm put in a box because I have profanity is kind of annoying especially also that some people just see my name and people are very and you'll learn this just in life, but I've learned this as a coach. People are very insistent to know what something is at first glance. So they see it and they're like, I know what that is. And then they move on and they decide immediately if it's them or if it's for them or not, which has attracted some really stellar people into my orbit. I have to be honest with you, everyone that I've worked with and everyone that is in my community is a, a stellar human being. And I don't attract duds. I really don't. <laughs> but I I don't think that's because I use profanity. I think that that's just because I'm a cool person and I attract cool people. And I love the prof I loved the profanity. I thought that it was awesome. But it is repelling people like in a big way. And like why why would I want to limit myself for the sake of that? So I've decided to keep GTFO. I've just decided to keep it as informational and expand my coaching in another area that doesn't include profanity. And this podcast is going to continue to exist right where you know that it is. You're not going to have to do anything, but I am going to be taking a couple of weeks off while I work on that. So why did I start the Substack view from the roof? Well, I just got into human design in the past year. I know you didn't ask why I started it, but I'm going to tell you anyway, because I haven't talked to you in a while. I haven't been here in a minute. So I started this Substack because I have learned that in human design, I am what's called a 6-2 profile. And the 6-2 lives their first 30 years, not as uh, the 6, but as the 3, which is the experimenter. And then after their first 30 years, they go on the roof. And in terms of on the roof, they observe life from the heightened perspective that they got during their experimenting years while also healing from those experimenting years. So, hey, that tracks. And then, of course, after age 50, we come down from the roof and serve our rightful purpose as uh, a, a wiser person, a person with wisdom, a person that can help, a person that can model. And I think that, I mean, I don't know how that sounds to just a, a casual listener, but I think that tracks. Like my career seems to be going in that way. Like, hey, I've had a lot of lives and a lot of experiences and I gained a lot of this and that and this. And it seems like I'm on that path. But when I'm up there on the roof, just, you know, from all the years of observation, I don't just want to talk about health crap. Like health crap was fun and that was good, but there's just so much else out there besides health crap. So today, for example, I was talking about my absence of fear of flying. Now, 
that goes into a deeper topic and I'll get back to the actual fear of flying but the the short of it was I was writing about the fact that when I was at the airport there was a distinct absence of a fear of flying and that was quite strange and it reminded me of the earliest days of my transformation because as we were talking about I just attended uh, a five-day deep dive coaching event last week. I'd been through it before. I've talked about it before. It was with Coach Sean Smith and Coach Michelle Moore. And it was it, it was an event called ECCP. And I went through it in 2021. And I decided to go through it again because it's such an amazing experience when it comes to embodiment and learning. And when you're coaching, you don't do it with your intellect. You don't do it with your thinking mind. It is a deeper experience. And had I not gone through that experience, I don't think I'd be able to coach to the capacity that I can. And now having gone through it twice, oh. But we were talking about really kind of like hypervigilance, how people get themselves into this situation where they're afraid of everyone and everything because people are going to come and fuck them over and hurt them and uh, betray them and abuse them. And, and you sometimes have your life in such a way that everybody is a shark in the water. And you're living your life with this fear that everyone is going to hurt you because everyone's a shark. But the solution to it is not to be more vigilant about sharks, but rather to stop your bleeding. And that was one of the lines that was very powerful from Sean was, was just like, it's, it's not to avoid the sharks, but to stop the bleeding. And there was a time in my life when I was bleeding and everything was going to hell at any given moment. So every relationship I got into was doomed to go to hell and every friendship I had, they were going to fuck me over and every person was completely untrustworthy. And it was like I, I had more of the same at every moment. Like it was just more and more and more of the same. And when I began to heal those sorts of people fell out of my orbit and they stopped being as common in my orbit. By the way, can you all hear the very loud vehicle that's outside of my window? If you can, I apologize. Anyway, that was my life. My life was filled just with all this nonsense. And then I began to heal and the nonsense went away. There were no more shitty people. The shitty people were gone. But it wasn't because people stopped being shitty. It was because my ability to not attract shitty people, number one, but to be able to discern when I did, heightened. And then everything just started to get good. Even in my family, like my family, there, were a, there was a lot of chaos. Holidays were chaotic. And there were just a lot of chaotic experiences. And over time, as I began to heal, those experiences began to heal. They stopped being chaotic. And the feeling when you're used to chaos at all times and chaos goes away, the feeling of peace, the absence of chaos feels strange. It just feels strange. It's almost to a point where you want to create chaos to compensate for the absence of chaos. And that was what I was writing about in View from the Roof today. 
And sure, I could tie this back to a thousand health things, but I don't care to, which is why I want to rebrand. I want to apply to all of the human, the whole of the human, because we do this in so many areas. We do do it with food. Absolutely. I can eat whatever the hell I want. And when that began, it was strange. When I didn't have food rules anymore, it was strange. But what else was strange was not having horrible philandering partners. When I stopped having them, it was strange. When I stopped having chaos in my home, it was strange. When all of my friends were supportive, loving, and trustworthy, it was strange. Like to have all of these healthy things consistently, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, which really started in about 2018, that was strange. Because I had lived in chaos my entire life. So to experience peace was strange. Now I'll tell you what happened at the airport today. What happened at the airport today was that my flight, after three hours of being delayed, entered New York City airspace and was, I mean, we were tracking it, Martin was tracking it, and I was going to be boarding within probably 10 minutes because it was about to land at LaGuardia and it was no sooner in the vicinity of LaGuardia that American Airlines thought that would be a good time to cancel it. Just cancel it. Cancel it right then. Great. Amazing. And uh, so I hustled myself over to a gate five gates down because there was a flight leaving um, within the next 20 minutes from that gate to Chicago. And, of course, it was too soon. I couldn't switch it on the app. There were a bunch of other angry people there that wanted to get on the flight. They were making it a, a, a urgency. And then the next flight that I could get wasn't until the late afternoon. And I had been there since 8 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I'm going home. And so rather than change around all my appointments tomorrow, I'm just going to be leaving Wednesday morning. But my brain decided after all of that, after the absence of the absence of chaos and being fine with the absence of chaos, sure enough, one typical average thing that probably happens all the time because I spoke to a couple of people and they were like, yes, this happens all the time. Typical average thing that happens all the time happened. And what did my brain do? It created chaos because it's more comfortable in chaos than it is in anything else. Like I just couldn't be comfortable in my, in my peace. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes when you've just been in chaos forever, you won't be comfortable in peace. And you'll continue to create chaos. It, it happens with me all the time. I, it's still in a lot of ways and I notice and I don't judge but I notice I notice that this is happening this happens with humans humans experience new things and they're strange because we don't know how to feel good sometimes especially like if you drank your whole life you might not know how to receive joy or happiness. I tell the story often of that race that I ran in 2018 
a couple of months after my ex-boyfriend left me at the airport. Apparently, I still have some trauma around that also, as I apparently have triggers around sitting in airports for more than five or six hours. Whole other story. Um, but this is a couple months later, and I had quit smoking, and I ran the fastest 10K that I had ever run. I mean, I was running like sub nine minute pace, which now my 10K pace is 7.30. But back then, for an 18-year cigarette smoker, that was a big deal. And I was so, so, so proud of myself. And I didn't know how to be proud of myself. I didn't know how to be happy. I didn't know how to feel joy and pride for myself. So because I didn't know how to handle those really good emotions, because I lived my whole life in chaos where things were always terrible and things were always going to hell, I had to keep up the status quo. So what did I do? I went and I got drunk for hours and hours and hours. And then I tripped over a curb busted open my knee, lying bleeding on a midtown sidewalk with a medal around my neck like a fucking idiot six hours after my race was over. Like it was one of the most embarrassing moments of like my early recovery. And I'm not even talking about early sobriety because sobriety is a beverage choice. It's different than recovery. Recovery for me started in 2018. Sobriety didn't start until almost 2020. A couple of days before 2020. So that was a, a thing that happened. I did not know how to be at peace. I didn't know how to just receive a blissful experience and not fuck it up with something. And we do that all the time. When we've lived in chaos our whole lives. When we've lived in chaos, we, we cry for comfort and then comfort comes a loving partner comes. We don't know how to be loved by them. So we assume that they're horrible. We do things to sabotage the entire relationship. I've done it. I do it. I, we just do it because we don't know how. We don't know how to be loved. We don't know how to receive. We don't know how to receive those things. We, we want people to give us a chance to show off our skills. So it happens. Someone gives you a a job interview or somebody recommends you for something and what do you do you fuck it up you don't call you don't call back you don't follow up you don't you don't respond to the email how many times have you done that I catch myself I don't do it but I catch myself I notice I was invited to be on my friend Andrew's podcast on LinkedIn last year that was an incredible experience. The first thing that happened when I got that email is I wanted to say, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not capable. And that none of that was true. But like, that's what the brain does. It tells these stories. And uh, it's just, just wild. We were talking over the, the past week about the five bad guys, the five things. These are the five main stories and I feel like it's worthy to repeat it, whether you become my client or not. The five bad guys of all human problems. You're not enough. You're not okay. It's not safe. You should just stop and no one cares. These are the stories, the root stories that we tell. And when you've lived a life in chaos... Sometimes those stories in the back of your mind, you're not enough, you're not okay, it's not safe, creep in 
And instead of counteracting them with good stories, you are enough, you are okay, it is safe, you should keep going, somebody cares. Instead of doing that, we just create more chaos because that's comfortable. We've memorized that emotion. We know how to be unhappy. We know how to be unworthy. It's comfortable. We know how to do it. So we'll just fucking do it because that's easy. So I, I started View from the Roof because I want to talk about that deeper stuff. I don't want to be locked in an umbrella and I don't want under the umbrella of health, of sobriety, of wellness. I'm a whole human sort of person. In fact, in all the clients that I've had, and there have been so many, only t- three, three in total have wanted to stop drinking. Four. Four. I had to think. At first, it was just like just a handful. I was like, Jesus. But but it's just a variety of humans. A lot of coaches have a, I hate these words. Who is your ideal client avatar? Fuck off. I help all humans. All humans. Does that not work for you? Do you do you need to fit into a box before you like no, like fuck off. I just I don't want to be in a box anymore. So I'm I'm too big for a box. So we're doing a rebrand. I'm closing for renovations, for actual renovations. I'm not going out of business. I'm just closing for renovations. Not like in the New York City sense, but in the no, I'm just closing for renovations. Maybe I'll just make a new little graphic. Maybe I'll even pay somebody to do it. Who knows? So that it's a nice little graphic. Maybe I'll go on, you know, creative market and find something that doesn't just look like the standard Canva crap. You know, maybe I'll do that. Who knows? But I am going to take some time off. Um, some things that you can do in, the, in my absence. So you can go to viewfromtheroof.substack.com and you can subscribe to my Substack. Or if you don't like Substack, you can, you know, breakfree.getthefuckoff.com will also do it. But I'm just warning you, you're going to end up in the Substack. <laughs> so viewfromtheroof.substack.com is where you can find me. Uh, getthefuckoff.com is still there, available. If you want to reach out to me, Andy at getthefuckoff.com. Andy has two E's. I also have uh, Andy at andyscarantino.com coming soon. So you can reach out to me there if you would like. And uh, you can keep up with me in writing while I do the the rebrand. There is going to be a release of an End Your Overthinking online course coming at the start of the summer. Why am I doing it then? Well, because I have had very positive reviews from the portions of the day one course that I put out and a lot of it has to do with ending analysis paralysis. So I'm just going to be redoing it a little bit and I'm going to be releasing it as something that you can buy. Not as a service, not as a community, not as a, hey, you got to interact with other people, but just as a thing that you can buy. So that will be available at the start of the summer. How will you know when it's available? Viewfromtheroof.substack.com or breakfree.getthefuckoff.com. So connect with me. 
Uh, the podcast will be back after a short hiatus. I'm really looking forward to the hiatus and I felt like I owed all of you a bit of an explanation about it. And of course, like if any of you in the interim are looking to be a guest, I have reached out to a couple of people about being guests on the podcast. And uh, if you are one of those people that really wants to come on here and just have a conversation, I'm open to that. That's a lot easier for me to do than to do this because my brain doesn't want to try to come up with new shit to talk about. So if you've got something to talk about, you think that you would be uh, a great fit for the podcast, hit me up, send me an email. I'm all about it. I have had a lot of guests on the podcast and I've done a lot of episodes just here by my lonesome. So either is fine. But I look forward to connecting with you in a few weeks and I appreciate you giving me the space to be able to expand in the ways that I need to expand. Ultimately, this is a good decision. Nothing is changing for you, but I am ready to expand. And expanding means that, unfortunately, people and web servers need to stop thinking that I am an adult content website. Like, it was a very intelligent joke. It was a very intelligent joke that very few people got. And I want to help a lot of people. So that's why I got to change it. And I intend to. So I love you guys. I do. I'll see you soon. You'll hear from me soon. Reach out if you miss me in the meantime. And uh, take care of yourselves, please. Stay safe as always and stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.